Hi everyone, Raphael Harry here, and you're listening to White Label American, a podcast where we hear stories from an immigrant or two, sometimes more. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to a special episode of White Label American. Thank you all for joining us today. It's been a fun year. The World Cup just ended. But before we get to all that, uh, first of all, have you bought us a cup of coffee? You know, we still need your support. And thank you to each and every one of you who listens to this podcast. Um, we appreciate your support, but we need more. And we need to keep spreading the gospel of this podcast. And at the same time, you can buy us a cup of coffee. And if you're interested in taking your love to the next level, you can join our Patreon for as low as $3. And for as high as, you know, as much as your heart would allow you to, to give, you know. Don't be like this George Santos guy, all talk and nothing factual. Go do the right thing and, you know, support Black Creatives. We got merch and download our free app available at... Um, the Google Play Store for all the people with Android phones for now. It's not discrimination against iPhone users, but uh, for now, it's just for Androids. And uh, don't keep this podcast to yourself. Share it with everybody. You know, spread the love around. You know, we're all about love. So today, uh-huh. we're doing something different. You know, the FIFA World Cup just ended. And we will be... Uh, we, we, are cele- we are still celebrating Africa. And uh, we're going to be looking at Africa, the World Cup. Um, Qatar 2022 and joining me today in this recording which is being done virtually is my brother Benny Johnson the host of a fantastic brand new podcast that um yeah I still call it brand new but uh yeah it's, it's brand new it started uh, yeah it's, it's like two months old yeah yeah two months like, old so congratulations yeah, on yeah that. two months old yeah. um so please uh introduce yourself and uh, let the audience know who you are uh yeah my name uh, uh thanks rafi um my name is benny johnson i'm the host of the steroid redemption podcast it's a podcast about addiction and recovery uh i mean to recovery myself i've been uh, as today 162 days sober so it's all about you know the challenge of like uh, recovery and i listen to a lot of recovery podcasts also. I turn like most most hosts already had the years when they were recording and you know their podcast or when they were putting their voice out there and there was nothing really made for people who were like just fresh out of treatment because those are the hardest moments when you get out of recovery because you have so many people who pull you from different ways like you know you have the people from alcoholic anonymous you have the people from the churches telling you you do this you're supposed to get sober you do that you're supposed to get sober and sometimes the voice are di- diversion 
um sometimes people also tell you not to trust your own thinking they want to kill your critical thinking so mm -hmm. you know they say like sometimes it's true since you know we've been like chemically um induced for so long that like sometimes yeah true what you're thinking is like a little bit warped it's a little bit um uh, distorted but yeah but the idea was to start the, the podcast 90 days sober which i did and interview people from different uh, background and different ways of uh, life uh and different uh, sober movements so you know stay tuned for stairway to redemption and follow us at stairway to redemption on social media uh yep all right and i'll be making sure to add uh, the links to your podcast in the show notes and we have a, a, one of our biggest supporters and super fans slash um, upcoming podcaster Zenit in the virtual studio and um, so she, she might be dropping comments every now and then and we'll uh, I'll, I'll read her comments out so thank you for supporting uh, today so let's begin let's uh you know let, let's dive into the very beginning uh africa at qatar 2022 how did you like it uh the african performance was definitely one of the best performance in a long time i mean we had two teams that went past the stage group and what four teams that uh, had at least one victory usually the african teams especially you know having only five teams in the tournament it's a fit to have two you know our also like uh, asian border like did perform well right and that's the second that's a question for later it makes me think that we should have more african and asian team in the tournament big thanks of this quality of football that they express, you know, express, you know, uh, this this World Cup. But uh, only Tunisia is the one that, like, you know, even Tunisia beat France. I mean, we understand there's an asterisk because, you know, but like all teams have at least one victory, you know, which was not the things that we had in the past. And there were like uh, no African team was eliminated eliminated in the in the second week you know yeah they had to be played in the last week for them yeah so that was very uh, all, was, all five know. teams at almost uh all five teams were in play to qualify at five. the very last groups uh, last stage game yeah 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 and uh our uh, american brothers uh broke you know the glass ceiling of uh the quarterfinals and went to the semi for the first time you know first african country to go to semi-final and we commend them for that so overall it was a very 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 good world cup for africa yeah um that that's uh all fantastic and uh oh uh see my my brother in south africa wants to come in uh oh his network is down unfortunately we could have had someone from south africa oh no mm -hmm. but uh yeah um yeah i think performance wise i think if we go continent by continent this will be i, I think africa had the highest performance based on the number of teams mm -hmm. and all the teams won all the teams got uh, um 
an average of four points mm-hmm. from the group stage. So this was, I don't think we've ever had a, a World Cup where our performance was this high. And uh oh, snap, uh, hit the wrong button. Yeah. And uh, yes, thank you, Zenit, for uh, that great point. Uh, we had indigenous coaches on like the four where to be four white coaches from Europe and then one uh, indigenous coach. All five teams were led by indigenous coaches. We had uh, mm-hmm. um, um, our first, uh, I think the first women uh, officiating, for, uh, first woman to officiate from uh, Africa also at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, they, it, it just speaks to a brighter future. It speaks to a brighter future. Uh, if we take the lessons learned from this tournament and apply them properly going forward. But I was really, really happy that it was Morocco that led the the, the path going forward because um, they, they've been doing work, man. They've been doing work on, on their mm-hmm. um, at home. Um, they've been investing at home and not just only on the men. They've, they're pumped like their women's team was the first team to stop Nigeria from going to the final in the Women's um, Nations Cup. Nigeria is always at the final, you know. Yeah. I think only once uh, that Nigeria hasn't made it to the final. That was Equatorial Guinea. But that team, Equatorial Guinea, like, imported a bunch of Brazilians and uh, Argentinians. Yeah. So, I like they, Yeah, I nationalized them. But uh, this is an organic team built by Morocco. And you saw that game. And yes, Nigeria put them through hell. Nigeria put them through hell. But... You, you you see what they are doing there that you're, you're seeing the work coming up and this so on the men's side the women's side you're seeing it and i i think that's one problem that we've always had where we only focus on one side so like like mm-hmm. even like, like uh, south africa has great infrastructure but now their women's team is far stronger than their men's team which is almost mirroring usa uh nigeria's women's team is far stronger than their men's team but the men's team gets all the money gets all the razzmatazz and everything you know uh-huh. all the noise is always about the men but where do the men go and walk up but it's women that have made gone um gone further and it's like morocco is the only one that has that sense that if we are going to do whatever we are doing you must make sure you are throwing it to both sides invest in both men and women and you know aim for the future and you know keep progressing so it was great to see them rip something benefit and not just uh the the, the, the like the senegal i know senegal is very painful to see them lose like that but uh but they, that was just a team of 25 foreign based players and it's like what are you doing with your local league you know you're not seeing all that stuff that morocco is doing for its league bringing more uh-huh. countries at home because if alusiste steps down then you start struggling where you're going to find a coach from but morocco has like a lineup of coaches behind walid um um our, our man redragri i kind of mess up his name but it, it's just you're seeing that when you start putting in that groundwork but you make it instead of focusing uh-huh. on one side only it starts to you know when, when you start to reap the benefits it, it, it's coming out and people are like oh you know oh I, I, I didn't know this because like egypt egypt has a strong league but there's like a lack of talent you know it's, it's one side heavy and then you don't have coaches uh-huh. and then it's like you know and then you, that balance isn't there but morocco is like showing you how the balance can be found 
there's nothing wrong with finding players born outside of uh, Morocco, but they're not finding just any player born outside of Morocco. They're finding players that when they get them, Netherlands is pissed. It pisses the Dutch mm-hmm. are angry like ZH when he chose to play for Morocco. They were, it, it was a huge uproar in Netherlands. Hakimi chose to play for Morocco. There was a huge uproar in Spain. Those mm-hmm. are the talents they are getting. But it's like Nigeria goes to get talent born in England and it's like, England, okay. <laughs> We can take that one. <laughs> we, we didn't even know that guy played football. <laughs> so that's there, there's um I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned there if people can just you know not focus on the the noise because there's a lot of noise right now. A lot of people who are jealous. I've been saying a lot of nonsense, but I was I was really happy that Morocco was the one that uh, started that got to benefit from their hard work because they've they've been, they've been doing the hard work. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see that. And I, yeah, yeah, I, I really hope that um, there are other teams who, who've, who've slowly started doing, who've been doing some stuff on the, over the years. And I, I believe we'll start seeing more of that on the continent. Yeah. So, um, overall, uh, before I go to this next question, let me, let me choose a different question. So, going from what you saw on the, on the group stages, who, who do you consider to be let's get out the negatives out of the way who do you consider to, to be the flop of the tournament team and player uh team uh belgium like belgium african team only african team only okay we don't care about those those, those overrated they should go uh, i love lukaku but um yeah i don't care about belgium yeah all right <laughs> uh i mean Oh, and you can also see the, the if, comments too from Zenit. If 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 oh man, uh, I don't know. Wait, where do um is it? Is it even fair to say that? Uh, I think Cameroon didn't take that thing as seriously as they should have because, I mean true that three three was unexpected but also no i think i'm gonna go with ghana i think ghana had a really good case to get out i, I was about to say ghana was ghana good. ghana, ghana had a good <laughs> it wasn't a good chance every every other right. team except for morocco and senegal had it uh, I think outside of Morocco, Morocco, Senegal, Ghana, those three, it was uh-huh. in their hands to decide yeah. their fate going forward. Uh-huh. Tunisia still needed a result from the other game to go in their favor, and they did their uh-huh. they did their part. They needed to win, and they won. Cameroon uh-huh. needed to win against Brazil, and needed the other game to go in their favor. But like yeah, their favor. Yeah. but they beat Brazil, yeah. which nobody had done in how many years in the group stage. Uh-huh. Ghana, you had it in your hand <laughs> to go. It was the, you did the, the hardest job. Then you, all you spent talking was uh, before the game was uh, oh we, we revenge revenge for twenty ten. I was like, what is this revenge? What revenge for what? Suarez is not revenge. Needs- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that no Ghana Ghana was. Yeah, Ghana's Ghana never really played to their potential too. That was another thing. Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't. 
I mean, they, they beat South Korea. Yeah, but the, South the, Korea the still put them under a lot in that game. That was, uh, yeah. They, it, 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 I mean, Ghana, Ghana, the way Ghana played, even like from their first game, people focused more on the mm -hmm. penalty, were complaining about the penalty. And I said, until that penalty, what was Ghana doing in that game? Ghana was just sitting back, they were doing nothing. And it was until after Portugal scored, Cristiano scores the penalty. Then you see Ghana move the ball and the next thing behind Portugal's half. And you're like, oh, so you guys could have done this the whole game, but you just sat back. Why is team back? So you only react. So they're only reacting. So if you don't score for us, we won't score. <coughs> and I'm like, why, why, what kind of you, you know, you guys just came in without that belief that you, you had something to bring to the table. And you can do that against certain teams. But a team like Uruguay, all they need is to score first against you and they lock up shop. And then they park the bus. Yeah. Ooh, and they're one of the best at doing that. <coughs> Excuse me. So yeah. it, it was it was um it was too it was very disappointing seeing Ghana. And they, they had a penalty too. <laughs> one of the few African teams that got a penalty. <laughs> Ghana and penalty don't 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 do well, oh, man. Like I oh. don't understand. Like, oh man, that, that that was it was it was disappointing the way they went, the way they fizzled out. Because mm -hmm. they, they it reminded me of um, of uh, France '98 when Nigeria was going oh. to play Denmark in the round of 16. And mm -hmm. if you listen to uh, BBC Africa, even Nigerian media. All the talk from the players was, we're going to meet Brazil in the quarterfinal. We're going to show them that we beat them in Atlanta 96 Olympics. It wasn't a fluke. So we're going to beat them again. Uh, you're playing, you have somebody to play in front of you. You're, you're talking about the, the, the next match. There's a team you, in yeah. front of you right now. You need that result. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to, we're going to beat. No, nobody was talking about Denmark. Where Denmark played the 1 1 with South Africa in group stage. So they're not a team we should worry about. And then you're going to lose four goals to one. You get whooped. Ghana yeah. had written off Uruguay. They're like, oh, Uruguay lost to uh, Portugal. They couldn't beat South Korea. We beat South Korea. So, yeah, we are revenging. We are avenging uh, 2010. We wiped them out. And then you get whooped. You get embarrassed. They took you, they took you out. And then, yeah. yesterday, they, then they turned it into celebration online. Yeah, but we took yeah, you out. Yeah, like uh, Uruguay out. Yeah, well, you saw the chant in Qatar. Those Ghanaians that were like, Uruguay out. No, oh, go home. You Uruguay, go home. Uruguay, go home. <laughs> because like I'm like wow. That was like three African yeah, teams. I, I, but you need to have three African teams in the knockout stage and you blew it. Yeah. Blew it over nonsense. So no, I I, I still haven't forgiven Ghana for that. I haven't. I am still cussing out my Ghanaian boy. Yeah. yeah. That's probably why he's not here today. Because uh he, he knew if, if he showed up, I would have still <laughs> If it's true, I'll be a part of asking, have you eaten Kenke this month? You're not supposed to eat Kenke until 2023. I told you, no more Kenke for you. No, no Ghana mm -hmm. Jalaf. Nothing. No, nothing. I ban you from eating all those. <laughs> um, as for a player uh, that I consider a flop from Africa, I, I'll give it to a Ghanaian player too. Uh, Thomas Party. Yeah, that guy didn't show up. Yeah. He didn't show up. Yeah, I, I don't know where he was. He was missing. Um... Uh, yeah, the way he plays for Arsenal, I never liked him joining Arsenal in the first place. But uh, yeah, he he 
yeah, he was part of Ghana's problem. He, he, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a different coach would bring it out of him, but it was just, uh, it was disappointing, man. It was too disappointing. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was very painful. I mean, and, and they had a more manageable group in comparison to the other teams. Yeah, yeah like if you see Senegal that makes the thing without their best player, oh my God, that's like, you know, they, the the, the group was manageable, but the fact that uh, Mane wasn't even there, which is like, imagine Argentina without Messi. That's how yeah. Argentina without Messi would not even make the group stage. Yeah, so it was something similar that like, you know, Senegal without Mane, we had Savio Mane, like we somehow go to the next group, right? Like, mm-hmm. and we played really well. My problem is like, I don't, it's not, it's just Mandy, man. Uh, Mandy sure Mandy started. needs to be, yeah, like, he needs to be more confident. Like, what the, what, I mean, there are, there are ways to getting scored on, but like, what, what's, what's your problem, man? That, that. <laughs> I, I, oh, he just helped Netherlands, man. He helped Netherlands in that game. It was, yeah, was so like because, man. like, he, 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 he affected. Thank God we made we made the the, the group after that. But affected like those last two goals, like in the like the last, it was a draw. That game was a draw right there. It was know, a draw, yeah. Right there. yeah. But like we somehow got scored two goals at the last, you know, in the last five minutes because. But it, it, like, it wasn't that. Senegal did not have uh, do not do not have good goalkeepers to cover for him, you know. And I think I think I'll add Alusisi to my my list of. Uh, I understand him sticking out for Mendy, but I was like, this is the biggest stage, man. You, you, when Morocco uh, were about to play Belgium, and um, uh-huh. they don't, we still don't know what happened to Bonu, but just before they came out from national anthem. They withdrew their number one goalkeeper and put second choice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. He, like he Morocco did that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cameroon had a clash with um, the guy who used who technically is still Africa's best goalkeeper in Europe, well, Nana. And mm-hmm. you know, Nana and um, Rigo Besson clashed after their game yeah. against Switzerland, and he he got kicked out of the camp. Which is like almost every Cameroon team at the World Cup. One player was kicked out. Yeah, and... remember that one World Cup where they were fighting on the on the on the on the field, like one defender. Oh yeah, yeah, that was twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. That was twenty fourteen. Oh, yeah, man. and, and, and the, like, the opponents came and separated. <laughs> I think it was Croatia. <laughs> like, you can you can count on Cameroon to embarrass but, us, man. But uh, like, how you guys did a fight? I, I was. I was glad that Rigobert, because Onana is a big star, you know, mm-hmm. they stood by him throughout his ban when he was banned. The only reason why Mendy kind of went up above him in the ranking is, is because he got banned for one year over the drug test that he failed. And mm-hmm. within that time was when Mendy won the Champions League and then Mendy's, uh, like, even Bono was supposed to be higher, but Mendy just went up and... You now look at no, he was the Mendy was playing well, yeah. In uh, yeah, he he was playing well in France, but before then, was Bonbon won the Europa League before Mendy came Uh to Chelsea? So it was like, oh, African goalkeeper wins the uh, European team, and then Mendy went and opted and won Champions League with Chelsea. So Uh all those 
happened while Onana was out. And then Onana came back from his ban and he's trying to regain fitness. But Cameroon stood by him. But so normally in the past, they would rather fire the coach than especially an indigenous coach. They wouldn't have backed him in that situation. But since Samuel Eto took over uh, the Cameroon, Cameroonian Federation, hey, that guy is doing something else there. He's like, no, the, this is who's going to be, be the coach. If he says you're out, yeah, you're out. That's it. And they stood by Rigobert Song. I think he's good because Cameroon, the, the way they qualified, they beat a very strong Algeria. I watched that match. I didn't bother watching Nigeria's match. I was like, this game going to be the game to watch. You qualify the mm -hmm. Algeria Cameroon game. And they went to Algeria and got that result. That was one of the best World Cup qualifiers because it's not like Algeria you know, didn't play well, but both teams like. No, Algeria is a strong other. team. Very strong team. Yeah, so, like. Uh... That but they beat, the last, they beat uh, Cameroon in uh, they beat Cameroon in Yaoundé in the first leg, and then Cameroon mm -hmm. went to Algeria, beat them, and so the game went to extra time, and then extra time, the uh, Cameroon got the extra goal. So mm -hmm. Rico Bersong, uh, I, I think is good at. Um, he, I can see what he's building there, and the, the fact that they backed him, uh, I'm like, yeah. So when he Onana left, I didn't know the second choice goalie. So I was like, mm, I don't know, but Rigobert Song, yeah. trust the guy, trust Rigobert Song, that's fine. But um, Senegal has three good goalkeepers. So uh -huh. when Mendy made that mistake, that I'm like, goalkeepers, when they make big mistakes like that, their confidence is really low. In a tournament, uh -huh. it's not like league where, you know, you have 30-something games. So they, they can regain uh -huh. their confidence in five games' time. You know, but in a tournament where three games, two games, you can be out. It's, uh -huh. you have to you, you, you can't be taking that type of risk it's not it's not you know and throughout the tournament men didn't really improve he didn't really improve he never he never recovered from that first game he never uh -huh. really recovered and it was sad to see it was just sad but i was like senegal should have gone with uh, uh i think gomez is still on the team right they should have gone with gomez they have other goalkeepers they could have gone with someone else so Ah, so Mendy was so I I blame Alusisu for Mendy because he hasn't been playing for Chelsea. He hasn't been at his best, and uh, you know they're not. Yeah, going that's to... true. He hasn't played for Chelsea this season much. Mm -hmm. like, and was, what, injured, another thing, yeah. you're you black goalkeeper. All that praise they praised you for the Champions League win. Yeah, yeah, they don't have they don't have time to be patient with you as as you make one or two mistakes, you're out. Yeah, I know. So. It's not the World Cup where we're going to start rehabilitating the goalkeeper. No, the Senegal shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have. So it was, uh, it was, it was painful to see with uh, with Mendy. But anyway, let's go to more happier things. So, um, who would you name your best African player of the tournament? Uh, Ashraf Hakimi, man, like he 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 plays so well. I mean, like he's very popular. Um, best player, yeah. I mean, he's the leader of uh, that Moroccan team. Uh, but just for the, you know, I have a soft spot. He's not the best player, but I just want to mention him, Vincent Abubakar. His goal right hmm. against brazil and like he has one of the best goal of the tournament that lob uh in the previous game during uh against uh against who uh who they oh oh uh switzerland like yeah he, he also scored a lob against switzerland too right he, the lob that uh, there was offside like oh that was, was offside. The, okay the big no 
that was not offside. They thought it was offside. They had to review it. Yeah, no, he's going to create a crazy a... goal against uh, Switzerland. Uh, well, no, it wasn't yeah. Switzerland. Um, Serbia. Serbia. The Serbia. Three, three, yeah, that was yeah. the goal. The goal against Serbia that was really good. And yeah. Vincent Oboboka, I mean, he was... He, this electric when he scored and he already had the yellow he knew he was gonna go i, I was like I, I was like i was celebrating the goal and i saw him take his shit and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> i mean they knew they knew and he went he went to shake his he went to shake the the ref's hand to get his second yellow and the ref was laughing too man that yeah was, yeah but yeah. I was and like, he gets no. up <laughs> because there was like eight minutes left. There was like eight minutes left, and Brazil wasn't gonna be like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we because Brazil doesn't mind losing to an African team. You know? Yeah, yeah, they're more African. You know? mm-hmm. But uh, they still go. They'll make you work for it, and they made they miss they made Cameroon work for it within that eight minutes. I was like, oh, 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 <laughs> they want to kill us. <laughs> Is it too much? I was yeah, like, no, man, that, uh, no, 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 no. I think, I think he, yeah, he went out. He went out like a boss. Like he was, yeah, he was too funny for not. I, I, I prefer no. For when you playing a strong Brazilian team like that, I, I, yeah, I was like, oh, please, just no, 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 I was like, okay, that uh, he, he pulled it off. But uh, for me, my best player of the tournament is uh, my best African player of the tournament. For me, it's still it's also the best player of the tournament. So uh, Amrabat, that's my guy, man. Amrabat, that guy. Well, technically, you know what? I have somebody who competes with him, but I think Amrabat played a little bit longer. But Amrabat was everywhere for Morocco. He was covering the midfield, you know, shielding the defense, not making rash tackles, which was very, very uh-huh. important with the way they were playing. But the way he was winning the ball, if you watch the way he was winning the ball, it was so beautiful getting the ball to ZH or uh, uh, Bufdal or Chedri when Chedri came in. Oh, uh, Hakimi. And most times when Hakimi went up, he would cover Hakimi's wing. That guy was walking over time. He was walking over time. And, you know, he he he, he was uh he reminded me of um prime time Makalili. Oh yeah. I'm a sucker for those type of players. I love those type of mm-hmm. players because he's skillful, he's very skillful. He can make dribbles and all that, but he wasn't taking unnecessary risk. But if you uh-huh. thought you had trapped him in one tight spot, then he'll show you can dribble his way out. But most times he win the ball, smooth, get the ball to, to the creative engines, and then pow, pow. Um, owner will take the ball around. But he was this guy was just covering, covering, and then he could bump up front too sometimes. And I, I watch him a lot in Syria, and I, I always love watching him in Fiorentina. And he, yeah, he plays for Fiorentina, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and he uh, he's more attack minded when he's there but i think he showed that he's willing to put himself for the team um the other person who uh, uh one other person i'll give a shout out to is um uh, morocco's captain says uh-huh because until says you know once that injury that he he, he had uh finally caught up to him in in the, in the semi-final uh-huh. i don't think he should have started the semi-final but the moment you know you, you saw that the, when france got that goal he couldn't recover 
to cover, you know, to, he struggled to catch up to Mbappe there. And that's when France got that goal that broke uh, Morocco's uh, defensive wall. Like the, and, uh, what's his name? Lucas, Lucas Hernandez score. Yeah, yeah, he was just lucky to be there. That's another diving, diving master who, you know, another person who, you know, they don't normally talk about, but he's a great diving master. But um, himself oh, and his Lucas brother Hernandez? too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Himself <laughs> and his brother. Fantastic. Him and his brother. Himself and his brother, his brother is a defensive, this defensive linchpin. He's the attack-minded uh, left back. But man, yeah. once you put them under certain pressure, they throw themselves to the ground and start screaming. And I'm like the people who be complaining, Neymar cries a lot. You don't see them complain about them. They don't complain about them. But yeah. you know, they, oh, he scores fantastic goals. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I know why you couldn't notice that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> says going injured as soon as he left the field. For Morocco, I wasn't surprised that Morocco had conceded, and I, I wasn't 100% um, confident about their backline anymore. Like, if they had started the game without him, I think it would have been much better. The confidence would have been higher. Uh-huh. The defenders would have been strong, but him on the field because that guy was organizing their their defense. Man, he organized the hell out of their defense, and it was just beautiful watching him. He, he, he I mean, reminded me of when Italy had central defenders. Yeah, that's who? what he, he looked like. I say he reminded uh, says he reminded me of when Italy. Oh had yeah, central defenders. With uh, what's his name? What what the, the Canavaros? Canavaro, the two thousand six World Cup. Yeah, Canavaro. Yeah, With that, that guy was marshalling everything. Uh, yeah, even that Nestas, uh, uh, the, the 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 all them greats. Uh, it's yeah. just this man knew he just the way he, he talked and he wasn't he didn't do that panicking there wasn't that boom boom just kicking the ball actually yes there were times mm-hmm. for that but he, he you could see that he the, the the communication was just there so it was another beautiful thing to see um one dude who didn't get out of the group stage who kind of put his um he, he i think he got his uh reputation high is uh kudus uh is it kudus, kudus mohammed from ghana that, that that i think some people who didn't realize that I, that guy has been causing havoc in netherlands uh with ajax mm-hmm. um they, they got a brief insight into him the, the few times when ghana decided to push the ball up front and you saw yeah. that when he got the ball he would he could he could actually do something with the ball um yeah. I, I think he's someone to watch out for i think he's like 22 so yeah he's about to get into his prime hopefully he doesn't make a stupid move because there was one time he almost thought about joining everton and i was like yo yo you need to be thinking about champions league go for teams that would help you grow not just uh, money so yeah. um he's one guy i appreciate Speaking of um, that like you you think you think um like uh what's gonna happen to the moroccan team right now like how many of their like player uh, who play in the local league are gonna stay or are they all gonna be shipped to Europe? Um, I, I don't know honestly, but uh, I, I think whatever happens, they're in good hands. I would like to see more of them go try their trial, their luck. Uh, Morocco mm-hmm. didn't just have players from their league, they have players from Egyptian league. Um, mm-hmm. what's my man's name again? Uh, I keep forgetting his name, I always see his face, the tall. Guy, the guy who missed the penalty against uh, Spain in the penalty shootout, the, the, the tall, the tall center back, they brought him in. 
in extra time against Spain for Morocco. He plays for Al Ali of Egypt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he won the African Champions League with Al Ali. So when they brought him in, I was like, oh, this, they're bringing him for penalty start. And he took the weakest penalty from Morocco. I'm like, God damn it, why, why are you going to embarrass me like this, man? You know, I'm a stand for African Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, so uh, they have players like that. They're not willing to. They, they don't just limit themselves only their their home base. They, they are Moroccans. Moroccans move mm-hmm. to other leagues, and there's even I know there's a Moroccan at uh, Mamalodi Sundowns in South Africa. So I don't know if he's been called getting called to the national team. I don't know if he's been playing good there. That's the first thing. If he's playing good, they'll probably call him to the national team. So that that's that's that impresses me about them. Then they don't just say, "Well, look, oh, you play in England, automatic call up." No. They're like, uh, you're going to compete with the home base because uh, the African, uh, the, the, the champ, the championship for African players based on the continent. Morocco is mm-hmm. the back-to-back champions. So it's only players who play in African leagues that represent their countries. And that's where you see the mm-hmm. strength of local leagues. And Moroccan league, yeah, the first the first one, they blow out Nigeria 4-0. So, mm. And the striker who... That, that guy, they missed him at this World Cup. Um, he's, a, he's a darker-skinned Moroccan. That dude, I think he moved to Saudi Arabia or Qatar. But I think he got injured before the World Cup. He came out from that tournament. And he, he's on their national team now. And that guy, that guy is dangerous. Man. He's really dangerous. That's a danger. He was much faster than uh, Abdullah, who they kept bringing in. Abdullah kept trying to balance and be perfect before you take his shot. I said, dude, take your, take your shot, man. Take your shot. That dude was trying. <laughs> but I, I think this World Cup has shown that they, they are willing, they, they have more players coming and they are, they are bringing more. So, they are, you know, and their league has, it's a melting pot. They have a lot of, you know, best talent from West Africa, Southern Africa, everybody's in there. So, they only have better players coming through. So, yeah, the ones who made it from this tournament, they, 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 um, the guy who uh, was left back, who they kept subbing in as left back, he just left Moroccan League for French League just this July. You know, he, he, he came in for the Bayern Munich guy most times. So, their league now has it's elevated their, the status of their league up. And I think that's what other African federations fail to realize, that the more you... Do something like this uh it is better for you for you you know because you, you elevate your league that's isn't that how england got to over england hasn't even done anything like this and then they overpriced their players <laughs> so yeah yeah why should, why why should morocco benefit benefit too overprice yours so <coughs> excuse me so um if we were to do a best 11 of the tournament, I mean, I mean, it's a given that the, the best team, African team at the tournament, is Morocco. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're both, they're both, yeah, come on, yeah. I mean, it's obvious. They were, they were even better than the team people like to call Africa and France. They were even better than France. They were better. Than <laughs> so, yeah, Morocco wouldn't have, uh, yeah, they were better. So, um, so let's Af- uh, France, the Europe, the European African team. I mean, uh, okay, so Africa, I don't know Africa, if you want to. Yeah, I don't know if you want to to talk about it, but like the fact that that argument always always resurfaces, like you know, is brought up when uh, France advance in the in the group stage or goes further 
in the World Cup. But I understand that's true. But my counter argument is like more of those talents, right? If it's not Morocco, they will not be taken care of in their own country. Like, you know, look at Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. He decided to play for Gabon, but I mean, Gabon didn't do much for him, man. You know, like you have like our leagues, our country don't do enough for those players who end up playing for, you know, for European countries, except Morocco, who prove that by strengthening the league, your local league, and talking to those players early, you can accomplish things. Because how many how many players from from Morocco were born in Netherlands? You have Ziyech, the Netherlands. You have Amrabat, Netherlands. You have like uh, the other guy, Mazraoui, Netherlands also. Yeah. A, a lot of those Ajax players, you know, were born in Netherlands. And you have some guys who were born in France, obviously. So, but like, I mean, that French team, man, like if they were born somewhere, if they had play for their respective country, I don't think they will be that like famous, you know. Mbappe, I think Mbappe will have been Mbappe. He's too good. But like you take some guy like Chouameni or like uh, Conde, like do you think they will have been like what they are today? You know? Uh, it's possible. I mean, uh, somebody discovered Eto, right? Playing in a tournament and invited him to Madrid. Even though I think if they allow Real Madrid redo the whole thing all over again they wouldn't make that mistake that they made with samuel eto um but my counter to that is um just because you you didn't play for you know, for france and you chose to play for your or country origin doesn't mean that everything will be perfect you know so i use this boy as an example this um Ansu Fati, you know mm-hmm. I uh, saw so where he was talking about, uh, well, you know, um, the, the streets. Uh, I played a lot of street football in Equatorial Guinea. The Equatorial Guinea or Guinea-Bissau? I think Guinea-Bissau. I think it's from Guinea-Bissau. I keep mixing both of them up. I know it's one of the Guineas. Yeah, and, like the, the Guinea that speaks Spanish is Equatorial Guinea. So since it's in the Spain team, okay. Fati, so, like, admit it. Yeah. yeah. And, and he was talking about playing street football on you know playing football on the streets and like that's how he developed his skills and all that but the moment he broke into Barcelona's team from that very first week he had his first game mm-hmm. pk all of them just started pushing him from spain mm-hmm. and he, he hadn't like all the journalists were just like spain has to give him a call he must be on the spain spanish team the pressure began before even Equatorial Guinea had even yeah, before they even known about this guy, they already bam, Spain already called him up. They, they don't do that for like the question for me is like, don't you put black people born in your country who've been in your country for like hundreds of years? Well, you don't develop them because the same Spain is still shouting anti-immigrant messages. You don't want Africans coming, you have too many Africans coming, your your navy is not saving people drowning, which is because the most dangerous immigrant migrant cross uh crossing is still africans crossing over the mediterranean into europe mm-hmm. how many dies in the thousands you know over twenty thousand sometimes and in fact we will still never know how many because they don't want to count it but all these countries the moment you see one superstar talented african player doesn't matter if they're black or like the dark skin light skin whichever 
automatic you, you throw them into the team and then it's like oh they're french oh they're spanish oh they're i'm like so but they're black people in your country you've had black mm -hmm. people all these years but you're doing nothing to integrate them into your team you only you only remember them when you say oh this is the good immigrant that i want this is the type of immigrant mm -hmm. i want oh you have something that i can benefit from so i'll take it and then if somebody's like, oh, so why not sports me? I'm like, why will I support Spain? I don't need to. You there's no reason there's, there's no reason why Spain cannot have their national team shouldn't have like five, six, ten black players all the time. And you see how they treated him, Naki Williams. All these years, that guy's he hasn't missed a game for Athletic Bilbao. And you barely called him up to the national team. But the moment he declared for Ghana, his brother started getting call-ups. They didn't want to lose his brother. He automatically, his brother started getting call-ups. And I was like, you think these people don't know what they are doing? They know what they are doing. Yeah, they're they, making... They knew both of them were talented. Inaki Williams and Morata have the same productivity levels. They're different strikers, mm -hmm. but he plays for a team that doesn't have as much talent as a Real Madrid, as a Barcelona, as an Atletico Madrid. If he, was, if he had left Athletic to one of those teams, he would score more goals. So he qualifies for the Spanish national team, but you, for some reason, you start changing the criteria when it comes to him. You use different language. So Ghana's had always been like, "Hey man, we, we still know you. Come to us. Come to us." And he finally got tired of waiting for Spain. I've been born and raised in this country. Uh, no, it wasn't born there. I think was it born there? I can't remember. But he spent all his life there, and you still can't you change the criteria for him. And then he changes, okay, I'm going to play for Ghana. Then you start, oh, his brother, come, 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 come. I'm like, how did the brother not even understand that? But that's on the brother, you know, he's an adult, make your choices. Same thing they did yeah. to Adama Traore. Adama Traore for the last Euros, he was close to playing for Mali. He, you know, he speaks, he's very mm -hmm. connected to Mali. Everything was, the paperwork, everything was about to go through. And just before um, um, the Euros, he gets called out to the Spanish national team. And I said, this, you know, there were people who were mad, people, and I was like, that's on him. But he, at the Euros, did he even start any game? He barely started. And after the Euros, discarded. He's not been called up. So yeah, because no, we, like now... No, we don't consider mm -hmm. that ill treatment. Because there's he has access to healthcare, he has access to other... But that's ill treatment. Because if you look at the whole bunch of them, the whole bunch of Africans have been treated like that. Like, oh, you're, okay, you're not like... Uh, we thought you were going to be like our Messi. You're not the Messi. Get out. Well, next one, what's the next one? Oh, Ansu Fati, they say he's in Messi's replacement. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, with all eyes on this one now. We'll, we'll take this one. So they've thrown away Adama Traore, and now they're all on Ansu Fati. Everything Ansu Fati, Ansu Fati. As soon as he doesn't make that cut, they throw him away. And I'm like, but Equatorial Guinea is not the hottest team in Africa. It won't be the hottest team in the next 10 years. But they will love you. Whether you show up, you know, the, the, the FA might not be able to pay you all the time. There will be a lot of discrepancies. But your people will love you. The love will be there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's why they can't still compete with what George Ware did back in the days. Because George Ware, if George Ware had played for France, France would have won the World Cup before 98. They would have. <laughs> yeah. And he chose, I mean, look at the option, Liberia. Where was Liberia? Liberia didn't know. Where was Liberian team? Where was Liberia? There was, was no team. There was a war. There was, it was like the war the end raging. Of his yeah. career that Liberia finally made nation's cup that's how low liberia was mm -hmm. so if liberia had any this if they had a decent team you know and they should have qualified for 2002 world cup but nigeria did some things there and so i i i i, I rather 
you know, you, they, they, if you're old enough to make the choice, if you're not like a Musiala who was born in Germany, you know, uh-huh. that guy, I mean, if Nigeria could have gotten that guy, that would have been great. Um, David Alaba. Uh, Nigeria messed up on that one, yes. Um, there were some things that pr- probably somebody asked for a bribe there. But, <laughs> yeah, because some of the, like, uh, even Dele Ali, Dele Ali was close to playing for Nigeria. and then But I don't know where his, uh-huh. his head is now. But uh, there have been a bunch of them that... The people messed up, but some it was the players like uh this guy at Roma now. Uh why am I forgetting his name? England didn't bother taking him. But I remember when he was in the championship in England, I was like, why, why is Nigeria fighting over him? He was um at Chelsea on loan to some championship team, and they tried to um the Nigerian scouts had found him. Uh oh, what's his name? The English, the English striker at Roma, the skinny guy. Why is his name not coming to my mind now? But anyway, Nigeria had they did everything. There were photos of himself meeting with the mm-hmm. Nigerian FA president. He's actually from my tribe, and everything seemed to be going smooth. And then I saw an article in England, uh, former Chelsea assistant who was coaching him then said uh, he shouldn't. Uh, he, he should. Uh, yes, England hasn't called him up yet, but he should be patient. That playing with Nigeria. Oh, Abraham, is it like uh, Temi Abraham? Tam- Abraham, that was Tammy, actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, Tammy Abraham, yeah, Tammy Ab- Abrams, Abrams, yeah, Abraham, yeah. The the coach in England said um, on this article that um, Abrams should be patient that England will call him up instead of playing for Nigeria. That the only thing he can aspire to with Nigeria is to play in the African Cup of Nations, but with England he can mm-hmm. aspire to win the World Cup. Is that not racist? There, I mean. White guy telling you don't play for an African country because you can't go win the World Cup in an African country. But if you play with England, you know, we'll be patient. And guess what? No matter, Tammy Abrams has been England's hottest striker for more than a minute now. They see, they use him for one game and they throw him away. But it's too late now because you when he turned his back on Nigeria, Nigeria is not to hear anymore. They're like, oh, we remember because when nobody knew you, Nigeria came. And it was you took photos you were doing everything you were cool and all that and like even donaki williams and some other guys who play for ghana this uh this world cup before they even made the switch i still find that embarrassing that they'll bring you to the country you go and meet with the head of state i'm like why are you meeting with the president if you want to switch switch you don't have to meet with the president yeah what you need like yeah i mean <coughs> i understand I, think- I mean in our countries like the sport is so important that like yeah i mean the yeah but we, we, we don't we don't do that for you. a gymnast who wants to switch we don't do that for <laughs> you know some random athletes for athletes not every athlete who gets to switch but it's like oh you're you, 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 you we're trying to get you to play with the world cup for so call me the president i'm like God, the president doesn't have anything to do that day well, it's this guy who i know i get it i, I like i never saw morocco like Carrying all the guys, ZH and the rest had to go meet with the king before before they switched. No, it came from their heart that they wanted yeah. to. And they switched. They came from their heart. So that identity has always been there. They've always identified. That's why I was surprised. I, was, I found it funny when people were like, oh, the Moroccans are not Africans. I'm like, uh, if you don't know what you're talking about, then maybe you, sh- you shouldn't. You're just jealous. Uh, somebody came on my Facebook and was trying to talk nonsense. And I had to just cuss her out because I'd seen the nonsense she had been writing. And I was just like, yeah, I don't have time for this nonsense because thanks to their work, you now have more sports for Africa at the next World Cup. And 
your country now has a chance of qualifying. And you're here busy chatting uh, well, the team that's not African. And then, then I'm like, but why, why do you need yeah, a player I mean, to go meet the head of state? United States has how many players born outside of United States on the national team? Which one of them will make it to you? You only make it to the White House if you win the World Cup. That's the only way. <laughs> when you win something, then they bring you to the White House. When you, you, you oh, I'm thinking yeah, of switching, like switching to America. Yeah. Okay, I want to switch to play for America. Okay, uh, can I meet with the president? Uh, who are you again? No. <laughs> What's your name? Wait, uh, what, 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 what have you achieved? What? what, what? <laughs> So, like there was that World Cup, I think it was 2010, where, yeah, that was the 2010-2014 World Cup, where they nationalized those bunch of uh, German babies that were born in the base. Like, they had, uh, oh, yeah, that yeah. Even, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, German-American oh, that would there make was this the guy. Germany team. There was this guy with dreads. Oh, that was when they had the German coach. Yeah, oh, yeah that was Klinsman. when they had the German coach. Klinsman changed a lot of American culture. He changed a lot of the football mm-hmm. culture. They hate him, but um, he professionalized a lot of the culture. Yeah, but I still can't. I can't do American. It's, it's still too white. They, they just they, if it was hundred, if they were still, like look at the Canadian team. Canadian team look more blacker than they had more Nigerians than Ghanaians. So that was funny because I didn't expect to see. Uh, because beside uh, our brother like uh, Davis. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know anyone else in the uh, Canadian team, and when I saw so many black, because the only time you see Canada is for like winter sport, like you know yeah. hockey and the, the like, women's you know, football. Sled. The women's football is yeah. still not that strong, but it, it's like yeah. they woke up and said so we do like, have immigrants, and we are going to. Oh uh, yeah, I'm like, where they come from? We'll dig yeah. in there, and uh, America's probably like you know. Remember when America did not qualify? I know we've gone a little tangent here, but. Remember when America didn't qualify mm-hmm. for 2018 and all the yeah. complaints were about the way they were all ranting and then they were like, oh, you know, we need people who understand Spanish and people were like, all the, Ameri- all the immigrants in America don't speak Spanish. But that's also mm-hmm. part of the problem here. It's always a white and black. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, get only, get this more, get the white kids who can pay for, to play and then go find the Spanish kids that we can recruit. And then they're like, uh, so the black community, uh, what, what are you doing there? Go to every community college. They are good, skillful players. How are you tapping into that? You know, we don't care about that because they're not paying. That's why you're losing yeah. there. You're doing the reverse of what China is doing. China has done something which I still find funny, where they're only getting one ethnic group into their team. So I'm like, you have massive diversity in your country. And then you go limit yourself to this only the people who are going to play. All right. How can you win? You have a goal that you're going to win the World Cup in 2034. Good, good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> good luck. That's, that's why you can't even make it out of... You can't make it to the quarterfinal of the Asian Nations Cup. But Vietnam will be beating you. Everybody will be beating you. A lot of people, they're like, oh, yeah, we got. Yeah, we'll put everybody in our team. We, we'll need a strong team. Salary back, man, whoop you every time you face them. You can't, that's why you're not even trying to qualify for the World Cup. You can't, except you host the World Cup. So they don't understand. But Canada seemed to have, it's like somebody woke up at Canadian Federation and said, We've not been threatening anybody for years. Maybe we should wake, we change what we are doing and start making it look like a white spot and actually embrace what we have instead of doing because uh-huh. you know, it would have been. I think the temptation would have been it would have been easier to just go with the 
oh, just uh, take uh, uh, Alfonso Davis and make him only the black guy on the team. No. They started going yeah. far and digging around the country. And before you know it, now they are the strongest national team on uh, um, North America. They, they finished ahead of yeah. USC and uh, Mexico. And I was like, huh, maybe, maybe maybe something is coming up. There's a black Canadian actually coaching in uh, Turkey. A black Canadian. Where's the black Americans? Yeah. They won't give you, all the white Americans you see is who they create pathways for them to enter European leagues. It's not, so it's like Canada is doing. I was like, sorry, you're in the same group with Morocco, so you can't come out. But if you can take out one of the European guys, uh, I will support you on that. But hey, well, I, I think in a few years, uh, come 2026, I have more faith in Canada than USA, honestly. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yeah. Now we good. Yeah. So, let's do our best 11 of the tournament from Africa. Who will you put in goal? Oh, Morocco goalie Bono. Like, You're sticking uh, with Bono? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because uh, he didn't concede any goal except own goal and uh, uh, the two goals against France. So that that must count, you know. That definitely must count. Hmm. Uh, who, who, who do you have? Who do you have there? No, I agree. I Don't agree tell me how the man did it. Yeah. Oh, hell no, hell no. Mendy's among my I I will uh yeah, I agree with um I agree with you on Bono. He only missed one match and they still didn't consider goal in that match. He um, he only considered mm. in, in the semi-final. And uh Morocco actually used almost all their players on their team. I think it was only the third choice for keeper they, they did not get to play in the tournament. Uh but Cameroon's uh, second choice goalie, though, I'd like to give him a shout out. Yes, he considered three goals against uh, Serbia. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, he, he, the saves he made against Brazil, Brazil put him to work. Even though mm-hmm. Brazil made a lot of changes, those guys, you, you don't face any Brazilian team in the World Cup and they'll be like, uh, yeah, we're going. We're going. Yeah, I mean, it's holiday. Uh-uh. They, they are playing for, uh, I'm wearing the yellow and blue. <laughs> we're coming yeah. for you so no Bra- um, brazil brazil doesn't doesn't play i mean they play even the second team they play for another reason they play for you know being seen so for yes. them there's no reason of they were not going to lose on purpose you know yeah so um d i'm trying to see his first name um d davis davis epasi Oh man, you got how many names you got? Davis, Rogers, Epasi, Mboka. Man, I'm, my brother, pick, just make it easy for me. But he he made seven saves against Brazil, mm-hmm. so that alone makes me give him want to give him a shout out. Like uh, he he did he worked hard, he worked hard, so uh, he deserves something. Yeah, he was man of the match against Brazil too. So yeah, I respect to him. He plays in Saudi Arabia, so respect to him. Um. Should we start with right foot back or left foot back? Let's let's do right. Uh, uh, you go ahead. Okay, right right foot back. Well, I think popular option is uh, yeah, popular option is um, um Hakimi. Hakimi. Yeah. yeah, Ashraf Hakimi. Ashraf. Hakimi. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he started slow in the tournament, but you know, he just recovered from. The long-term injury just before the World Cup, mm-hmm. 
with uh, PSG. And I'm glad that uh, PSG did not do what Bayern Munich did to Sadio. Because PSG actually rested their stars, their biggest stars. And Hakimi got yeah. to benefit from that. Because I still feel like Bayern intentionally kept playing Sadio up to the, the World Cup. Because that game where he got injured, it, they were playing like a third that was division it. team. And I was like, why did you need Sadio to beat a third division team? So, yeah, mm -hmm. another reason why I kind of like Bayern Munich. So, um, but that's an aside. But uh, Akimi, Akimi is my, um, mm -hmm. my, my choice for right back. So, you're sticking to Akimi? Yeah, Akimi too. Yeah, he has, he has to make the, the, the crew for sure. Okay. Um, um, left back is, uh, I think that's where I would get my first non-Moroccan. But uh, you you uh -huh. go first. You go first. I don't have any choice. I mean, like right now, like uh, I mean, I had Kuyate in mind, but Kuyate is more of a central back, midfield central yeah. back, right? Oh, okay, uh, if, if so... you want to play, except you're doing it like a three. If you're doing a three back, three in the back formation. Yeah, that's usually what I do. Like you know, three or four in the back. So okay. Uh, what formation do you have? You have like well, that, that I, should, left, I think I should, have started, I should have started with that first. Okay, uh, let okay. me see. Okay, so um, Bono. Okay, so okay, I'll do. I'll go with. Well, since I already started with the right back, I'll stick to right back. So I'll do okay. four in the back, and then do. So I'll do a four-three-three. Three. That's not usually my favorite. If I was coaching the team, I won't do a four-three-three, three, but I'll do a four-three-three three uh -huh. today. So, all right. So I'll do. Uh, Akimi, you you okay? Just go ahead with your three in the back then. Um, so we put what we put. Um, Bono in goal. Bono in goal. Ashraf Akimi, Kulibali. Kulibali wasn't bad this World Cup. He, he, okay, he, so you're using center back. So you're using uh, Akimi as one of your three in the back. Yeah, Kulibali in the middle. Ooh. That's interesting. All right, Akimi, uh, Kulibali. For left, for left, you have to come back to me. I don't know who, who I'm gonna put left. Okay. Who's left actually? Oh, the, the, you have choices. You have choices. Uh, wait, what was? This I'm trying thing? not to make like the whole Moroccan team. That's why I'm trying to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let me let me do. See, I'm doing uh, for mine. I'm doing. So I'll do right back, left back, left back. He messed up against uh, in, in the knockout stage. But in the group stage, he because he didn't start the first game. But when he came in, he started playing good. And I, I thought he his profile went up in this tournament. Um, so um, Jacobs of uh, Senegal. Uh-huh. I, I liked him as a left back, except against England, which uh, might be a little bit tricky. But I'm like, yeah, I'm a man of second chances. So, yeah, I, I still pick him as my, my left back for the African uh, 11 of the tournament. So, uh, center back, center back. Um, Says, obviously. I love Says. Uh, Says, uh, yeah, you talk to him, yeah. Yeah, Says. Um, who who will I pair with says that's the the problem uh, I mean Tunisia's defenders played really good they only consider one goal that's another team with people sleep on that, that defense only one goal in the whole 
mm-hmm. even though they got they didn't make it out of the group phase, but they only considered one goal. So that defense was not uh, a defense you score. France didn't score on that team. <laughs> That's the only team France did not score. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at Tunis- between Tunisia. Some people liked Ghana's. Uh, I didn't like uh, Salisu. Salisu for a, the crosses were beating him, and I'm like, you play in England, crosses should be your bread and butter. So nope, I can't go with uh-huh. Salisu. Kulibali disappointed me against uh, England. That's like I expected him to be uh, more of a leader. That's when we needed him there. So uh, I'll take one of the Tunisian defenders. I'll take one. Of uh, the what's his name? Ben Ben Sao Ben Sawi. Ben. There's an African. There's a Tunisian. Oh, I'm gonna try to find his name. Tunisian uh, defender Ben. No, I, I think there's uh, there's Tal Talbi Tal played on the left. They played the three at the back, so which it, which makes my uh, choice not difficult because I'm playing four. So I have to pick one out of uh, mm-hmm. Talbi, uh, Gandri, and Meria. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I take the guy in the center, Gandri, because he just like uh, Morocco considered one goal. So yeah, Gandri for me. So, who are you pairing with? Uh, uh, who are you completing your your three in the back with? It's gonna come back to me. I don't want to do that all American team. That's why I don't want to do. Yeah, but there were a bunch of. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't. They coming Cameroon against uh, Brazil. Well, that was more like a keeper shot. Yeah, oh yeah, that was that was more like yeah, the goalkeeper. I mean, they play uh, well, but like. Um, yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah. Let's like, okay. All right, we'll come back on that. We'll come back on that. All right, yeah. let's see. So, but ben, midfield. yeah, midfield. Uh, midfield I mean, three midfielders. You have, you have, you, you have like, come on, you, CH, 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 CH. No, no, no. Wait, 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 CH. wait, 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 wait. You, okay. you, you playing? How many midfielders are you doing? Because you, you, you're doing three at the back. So, how many midfielders are you doing? Are you doing four? Are you doing three? Are you doing one, three, one? I mean, I'm uh, I'm gonna do three, but like I'm gonna go back to you on that left. So I had the uh, I had like uh, well, if if you I do three, my my my, my oh, if you do, if no, if you I'm do gonna three, do three. I'm gonna do four. I'm gonna do four, three, three, like you. But I need to complete uh, my my left. It's just I don't know. I don't know who's left right now. I keep I'm blank I'm blanking, but like come back to me. Um, okay, so okay, so you're doing four three three, so that's like four. You, yeah. So you're doing four in the back. Yeah. Okay, so so uh, Hakimi Kulibali. Uh, Hakimi who? Kulibali. Uh... I can mm. I can throw options at you. Yeah, Salisu from Ghana. Help. He, he was the highest rated uh, defender from Ghana. Salisu mm. Mohamed. I mean, they considered a lot of goals though. Ghana, I think that's the team that considered the most goals from Africa. Tunisia only considered one goal, so you have a bunch of defenders yeah. there. Uh, Morocco, you haven't picked. Okay, you picked Hakimi already. Uh, 
But yeah. uh, uh, you can then you can take Cameroon too. So so you may as well just go the Cameroonian center back. Yeah. Uh, you have Wo C Wo or Ebosi. Ebosi is more on the he's on the left side, I guess. Right mm-hmm. on the right. Yeah. So. I think it's a bossy that you need, and he has a higher rating from the Brazilian game. Yeah, and uh, wait, you already picked Salisu. Salisu, yeah, was already, uh, yeah. I mean, no, I, did, I didn't pick Salisu. Wait, I Salisu, picked... you didn't pick Salisu. Yeah, so pick, pick, I will put Salisu too in that okay. in, in my defenders. Yeah. All right, so Salisu. Uh-huh. So. Who you got for for on the on the left? Uh, let's put somebody from Tunisia. From Tunisia? Yeah. Who do we have? Uh, they played three at the back. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, who do you have? You, I mean, you, you got Jacobs, you got Missouri, uh, you got, um. Oh, the the guy from Ghana. That guy played. Ghana had uh, what's his name? I have to look it up. Uh, Ghana kept switching their left backs, but um, Lamte, Lamte, or uh, uh, Lamte, or or say was it or say? One of them was good on the left, though. What was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, you, you got options. I would take Jack out. Oh. Ah, no, no, Tolo, Tolo yeah. from Cameroon too. Tolo played uh-huh. good. Although Five was one that uh, put more crosses than Tolo. But, yeah, I mean you, you got plenty of options though, to be to be honest. And Morocco's uh, subs too, the, the way, they were solid too on that wing. Like when they were trying mm-hmm. to secure results uh i have to find my man's name but yeah so you're going with uh who are you going with you know what let's go put abdul jalo because senegal there we go i didn't want to do that but let's put abdul jalo because of senegal gonna be a bunch of senegal yeah oh my goodness I don't know, man. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm, I'm love playing against your team. All right, midfield. Let's do midfield. <laughs> Let's okay, do midfield. midfield. I, I, my first midfield on the list is Amrabat. So for me, that was the best player, overall best player in the tournament. Yeah. So that's my first midfielder. What you got? It's your first midfielder. Uh, Ziyech. 
Ziyech. Okay. Ziyech, yeah. Ziyech playing a different role for me, but uh, all right. So Ziyech. Uh, for you. You're gonna have. Uh, uh, I'll put. Um, he wasn't hundred percent hot, but I, I'll still put him on the team. And Angisa of Cameroon. Uh-huh. It's more for his club football. I really like him. I'm a big fan of him. So, um, who's your next midfielder? Ah uh, man, I'm Rabat. <coughs> There too, bro. He he is the life. I cannot do that shit without him. And Amrabat is definitely in there. Um, okay, Amrabat. Then uh, you have your third midfielder. Uh, go first. Yeah, go ahead. All right, I'll go with uh, Una. No. Yeah. All right. My midfield has steel and skill. That's what I'm <laughs> um, Mohamed Kudus is, is not bad, man. I think I'm going to... He did play well, right? What do you think? He played well. But you, you keep bringing attackers into your midfield. Like, how many attackers are you going to put on this team? Like, like six attackers? I'm bad. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm not a coach. Man. After first half, he go. I'm not playing that's, for this team anymore. That's that's why I'm. A, wait, who? I, I had a center back in mind that like. Oh my god! Now I'm blinking. So your man from you Senegal. You ain't gonna put your man, the, the smallest man on the Senegalese team. Jata. Yeah. Uh, um, Kuyate, uh, Idris guy, um, guy, yeah. Wasn't well, did he miss the England game? He should. He was yeah, absent man, that for the England game. game. That, that 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 should have been that another game, side. man. Idris guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yo, man, there's some games, bro. That game, I'm not gonna lie. You know how superstitious one can be. When I saw that first goal, I stopped watching. I stopped watching the old game because sometimes I feel like it's me watching the game that makes my team lose. That's how crazy. Hey, I, I, I understand I'm that like, feeling. I, I was hoping, you know, I, I was hoping, and I was I was watching I was watching the game through the update scores of uh, Google. Like, you yeah, know, updates. That's even that's worse, it. man. That's worse. That's more torture. That is more yeah. torture. Just uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, so are you, are you adding guy or you not adding guy? Gay, yeah, yeah, Idris gay, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So Idris, all right. So now to the main fourth so, part. Yeah, the three the men strikers. up front, the strikers. Yo. Put my man Vincent Abubakar. I love him. I, I, I love you. Him. I love him. I love him. You've been waiting for that. You've been waiting for that. I mean, he, 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 he's too funny. Like, the, the, only, the goal he scored, uh, I mean, Vincent. The only man that. I'm not trying to win the cup with him. I just want. <laughs> the only man who took shots just at. Like, uh, <laughs> he took shots at Mohamed Salah at the Africa Cup of Nations. And. 
his performance is at tournaments kind of uh he's been he's been backing it up mm-hmm. since taking that shot because i'm like mm-hmm. why do you take shots at mohammed salah yeah you better back it up you better be able to back it up when you play because you can't just go and yeah. insult a guy who's at the top of his game and then uh be like i don't know who that guy is he doesn't he can't win like me i'm like, I'm like bro what is this what did salah do to you do nothing to yeah you. man but I mean, when I, he's scoring goals like that, people gonna be like, "Well, you know, he had a point." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, go talk trash. Scott, you better be scoring goals. Yeah. Like, no, he's a, no, he's no, he, he's a he's a good he's a good like uh, he's a good player like you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah. Who who who's, who who do you, who's your uh, your yeah, guy? Yeah. So my my my. Style is a little bit different. Yes, it's three, but um, I have two strikers up front with um, ZH playing behind them. ZH has mm-hmm. a free role to go anywhere he wants. So ZH mm-hmm. first. All right. Mm-hmm. So who are your other two? You have Vincent Abaka in the middle, I'm guessing. So who you got? On the sides, um, so who am I gonna put on the side? Uh, I'm gonna put Diata like from Senegal on the side, uh, and uh, man, that guy's cross is wearing consistent though. And it was like I, I mean against England. If you're sending crosses, England just love that. You gotta come on the ground. Yeah. I you know. Then who you got on the other side? I think I think you've already mentioned the name of who you gonna put on the other side. Who did I say? Who you mentioned Kudus? Yeah, Kudus, yeah, 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 yeah. The himself and the other i mean man. yeah they, they both are the same level in my opinion but uh yeah but could could is more reliable he can he can score yeah he can I, score. I, 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 I wouldn't trust the other to score the way it played in this world cup all right let me go with my two <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me my two strikers will be um l nestry that header against Port- mm-hmm. Portugal. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that was you know, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo was was like, man, man. This- yeah, you saw on the on the bench. He was like, yeah, that guy can fly. He can fly. Cristiano respected that. He respected that. He was like, man, that, this yeah. this guy took notes. He took notes. Mm, respect, respect. <laughs> now, I was gonna go with Vincent Abubakar. Then I remember that somebody literally may, might have played his last walk up and also did um scored a great goal and went out in style. My man mm-hmm. from Tunisia. Kazri. Mm-hmm. The goal he scored against France, where he dribbled like three French defenders and slided the ball through yeah. uh, uh my man uh, Mandanda. So I was like, man, I gotta honor a good servant to the Tunisian football. 
You know, he's 35 mm-hmm. years old now, so I don't think he'll be around for the next World Cup. But yeah, if you're going to go it. out, if you're going to go out, you go out in style like that and dribble the whole yeah. French team and be like, all right, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you all will remember me. My last goal at the World Cup was like this. Ta, 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 ta. Get out of here. I'm out. So, uh, Kazri. Otherwise, I would have gone with uh, Bubaka. But uh, I was like, no, that, that goal deserves, you know, you know, so I give Kazri some love, you know. You know oh so, man, that's funny. Yeah. So final team: Bono, Hakimi, Says, Gandri, Jacobs, Amrabat, Una, Angisa, ZH playing front of them and be- behind the two strikers, Elnesri and Kazri. So I think. Uh, oh, I, I guess there was no Ghanaian on my team. I just realized that. Well. <laughs> my, my Ghanaian's gonna be like, ah! <laughs> That's me, your Luis Suarez. <laughs> They're gonna be like, man, no Ghanaian jealous for you. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like Luis Suarez, man. When I, I like see him. that guy, miserable. I like him. I'm a big fan of Luis Suarez. Let me tell you, I'm a big fan. I'm what? Really a big fan. Yeah, dude. I, okay. Yeah, I didn't like him when he joined Barcelona, obviously, but. Uh, I'm, I'm, I appreciate the striker like him. I love, I love, I love Uruguay. I love. I've been, a, I'm always a fan of Uruguay. You know, then I, I don't love them. One of my Brazil, but that's the country mm. that first brought black players to walk up. So they always have a special place in my heart. But that's a small, tiny country. Not, not many African countries are bigger than Uruguay. And they always no Uruguay. Out, I know, I know, I know people of Uruguay like they. But they always bring out world class talent, and I know it's like a production factory and. If you're good at something, be good at it. That's what Uruguay is. Mm-hmm. And I respect them for that. And I think too many people miss that. You know, we, we just be aiming on essentially building white elephant projects. Uruguay, keep it simple. They don't make too much noise. Eh? But if you play Uruguay, you know you played somebody. Even if you beat them, yeah, you will know you faced somebody. And so I got to respect yeah. them. But Suarez didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything bad to Ghana. I don't know why Ghanaians still mm-hmm. make that. That's just inferiority complex, in my opinion. Yeah, get out of here with that noise. You could have... He, he did what I expected. If it, it was Ghana, you guys about to score on, and a Ghanaian defender was there. Put your hand. <laughs> that <poor. Yeah. laughs> And the Uruguayans wouldn't, wouldn't have been complaining that Ghana have stopped them from advancing. No. But yeah. I get it. I get why we complain. I get it all that. But I'm like, hey, let it go. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. I mean, it's like, cool. also, any any offers will have done the same. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. How many times have you been playing straight same. football? How many times have you seen the ball? Going? <laughs> and you put your hand and stop the ball. Like, man, you know, like, last, yeah. Last or like somebody passed. Or somebody just passed you, you grab their arm, you drag them yeah, to the yeah. floor. You, you you don't even get a yellow and card. Especially when you know that if they score this goal, it's over for you in the tournament. When you take that take it and go you know so i appreciated seeing that in real time and i wasn't mad at him yeah but i, I just found it surprising that many people started acting like oh he committed a criminal offense i'm like how mm. <laughs> there was no offense there so your team i think your team might have uh more africans uh well more, more countries represented let put it that way so bono Akin, yeah i tried to make like yeah yeah salistu diallo mm-hmm. uh but a lot of senegalese so that, that's another red flag on your team too Diallo, Amrabat, Ziyech, Idris Guy, Diata, 
I'm still like Diata, yeah. really. That that's like a, I mean, even the guy who crossed the ball for uh, uh Abubakar, that cross was so beautiful. That guy, that cross was better than all the crosses. Oh, yeah. you know what? Fuck Diata, yeah. I'm switching. Who, who ah, did that too late, cross? Too late, too late, too late, too late. <laughs> you know you know you know what would be funny if we put our teams in simulation in uh fifa and see who wins that's something we should do like you know how you can I, simulate teams. Yeah, yeah, you have to get me to play fifa but uh, I, I would like to, <laughs> let me know. Let me know. No, I mean we we just we just put the teams that they played by the computer, both of them oh. by the AI. Like you, yeah, you know, we yeah, don't we play ourselves. We just let the AI. Yeah, we just let the AI play those teams and okay. see who wins. You know, I'm down for that. that I'm down that's for something. That. That's something we can keep for like you know next time, next, next episode, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So this has been fun. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I hope. Um, I think it's a good place to end. You know we had a lot of fun on this one and the future looks bright for the afghan continent the next afghan tournament should be very interesting because you still got teams like mm-hmm. nigeria ivory coast uh mali mali had a um yeah mali um uh, who's the other one I'm thinking about mali and there's some some other in south africa egypt, they all, did you they I mean, all, egypt, egypt, egypt yeah, yeah. They all switched yeah. to white Europeans, and then it's like, oh, an indigenous guy. Doing well, all the teams that went to indigenous guys to the World Cup now have better results than all of them, and it's like, oh, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, well, it's like, oh, well, now your white men are under pressure; they have to win. You can't come to the Nations Cup uh-huh. and come up. We, we played well, yeah. Morocco did not play well with their white man at the last World Cup. They went yeah. down group phase; they barely even scored. I don't think they scored, or they scored only one goal. Yeah, so the difference is mightily clear. The white man they had after that didn't want to bring Ziyech. They brought Ziyech and I saw Chelsea fans. So Ziyech can defend? I didn't know that. Oh, 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 what is this? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you are going to learn. So um, it's the message is there. Nigeria was supposed to go to Nigerian. Uh, as soon as they did not qualify, they, oh, yeah, they went and brought a guy who has not uh, won any, hasn't done anything anywhere and even on the continent so it's just amazing but that's a guy you're gonna pay more money than a nigerian you treat him like a professional which is another problem when you bring a white man from europe then you start paying them big money and i'm like Cote d'Ivoire, how can Cote d'Ivoire not have a coach capable from their country all the players they produce yeah. that's like the most stars you know, the like, national team you know when yeah. you, pound, you pound, remember pound, senegal pound. went to yeah, Senegal went to the same issue at the 2002 World Cup. We hired Guy Stefan, who happened to be the assistant coach for the current French team. Man, he yep. gutted our team. We didn't win shit with him. Guy Stefan, that guy, I hate him. I hate yeah. him. Yeah. Um, I see. Um, uh, how many? Yeah. Uh, even this guy coaching Sarah right now, he was assistant to Clemens. No, not Clemens. Uh, yeah, he came through the Clemens Rogers assistant group. But he was assistant to Ghana at uh, 2010 World Cup. And then from there, mm-hmm. he got, but it's like a whole bunch of them, assistant, assistant. And then his assistant got uh, Ivory Coast job. Another assistant got Zambia's job. He was 38 years old. I didn't coach anywhere, but Zambia gave the national mm-hmm. team. And I'm like, would you give a Zambian, a 30-year-old Zambian who has 
a good coaching resume, has all the language, has everything, you won't, you won't pay that guy. You wouldn't. You'll be like, ah, Zambia, go and prove yourself. Go win the African Champions League first. Then let's talk. You win it for two years in a row. <laughs> let's have you yeah. won it. Why can't you win it? And then, but you give a white guy, hadn't done anything. And then Zambia, which had qualified for the Nations Cup, couldn't have, since then they haven't been able to qualify for Nations Cup. <laughs> since they gave that guy the job, they can't qualify. So it, it's it's crazy. And then you start seeing the smaller teams like Comoros, um, Madagascar when they qualified, they were all coached by indigenous coaches or they got black men from Europe, which I'm like, the rest of you can't find yeah. black people to coach. It's always you know white. So uh, I mean now the, that myth that myth has been deconstructed that like, yes. in order to win you need to yeah. So well, let's let's be happy with that, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um yeah, and I think another one country that should be really ashamed is Egypt because they try to switch to Egyptian. And for the first African qualifiers game, his team had a COVID outbreak um, and he, a bunch of injuries. So they lost like, he lost more than half of the team. I think they went to play in, uh, I think it was Angola they, they, they were facing. Uh-huh. And they lost the game 2-0 away. They fired the dude. <laughs> that was his only game. First mistake. But I'm like, look at the circumstances. Half of your team is gone. Salah and the whole, all the foreign yeah. professionals were injured. Yeah, they fired him. I'm like, okay, but you bring a, the white guy you brought in. Has he done better? That's the question. But you you entertain all the you know you will give the white guy enough time. You'll be mm-hmm. patient with him. We are never patient on our own, you know. So I, I really hope that they, they will learn, and uh, I really hope that Morocco will succeed. Uh, I don't think Morocco will win the next Nations Cup though, but I hope that won't mean they will fire the coach. That will cause yeah. African Nations Cup is the toughest tournament. And we'll have a, spe- a special episode before that comes on uh, to assess that tournament. So um, I can't thank you enough for coming on this episode. Um, thank you. Thank you for having me, man. You know. We are going to also have Perfect. your your own White Label American episode, personal episode itself. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I can, uh, I, can, I can tell my life and where yeah, I messed you up. Can come, you know, <laughs> uh, this is just our virtual yeah play around but uh yeah special record i know i mean i'm i'm happy i done this first that's that's pretty fun you know and this yeah, is like yeah. thank you for having me man hey my pleasure my brother so once again thank you and uh, to everyone listening don't forget go give five stars right give us five star ratings show us love be awesome the new year to come and uh yeah this episode won't be out for christmas so um but um happy christmas uh, merry christmas Happy Kwanzaa. Oh, yeah. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate, happy it. And uh, yeah. yeah. And if you want to give me presents, I need a new laptop. So I'll take that. And uh, <laughs> I need more. Now I want to travel to, to Cote d'Ivoire for the Nations Cup, too. So I need to start raising money for that trip. So, yeah. yeah. All the support is welcome. So don't forget, go out there and support Benny um, podcast. And I'll put links in the show notes. And yeah, keep the love coming in. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. All right. See you later. All right. Thank you for the privilege of your company. Thanks for listening to White Label American. If you enjoy the show, we'll appreciate if you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. If you have any questions, comments, or have someone who will be a good guest on the show, or you want to be on the show, 
send us a message at whitelabelamerican at gmail.com. And make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at White Label American. Thank you for your support.